0: I yeah, like, how did he get the name Rainbow Drive? Aloha, I'm Mailani Makainai. beginning of music, uh, I was two years old, sitting on my dad's lap, singing songs. My father actually started out as an ukulele maker, and we always had music at home, uh, especially when he would come home from work, so he would play his guitar, he would play his ukulele. Sunday evenings we would be... Uh, sharing time with the family at my grandma's house and we had real cunning kapila every uncle every auntie grandma papa um, mom and dad they'd have their ukuleles and guitars in their hands and they'd be playing um... so that really is the beginning of music for me Um, And then, I have a cousin named Kanyala Maka'ina'i, and he is the lead singer-songwriter of the band called Soul Free. And I was one of the three backup singers, and it was a family group because the other two backup singers were my cousins, and we grew up in the same way. And he wrote these beautiful songs, and I I loved it. First time on stage, I'm 16 years old in a club, so out of place, so out of the ordinary for me. but I really loved that feeling of singing and performing and giving people a good time or just touching them in, in a way, freeing them from concern, whatever it was, everyone was having such a great time. So that was the beginning. And then it rolled over into me just having Kadikapila sessions with Lay Melkip at Marino, because we both went to Marino. And um, little by little we started gigging at this coffee shop uh, known as Coffee Cove on University Ave. And we had followed right behind of Pure Heart because they were there performing there first. And so John helped us. He helped us with our entryway into the professional music industry here in Hawaii, and the rest is kind of history. You know, in high school and playing music, even growing up, I never thought of it to be a career. I mean, when I'm a little girl, and I used to listen to Janet Jackson Teresa Bright and all this great music, of course, I wanted to be a singer and a dancer. But while I was in high school, I just thought that it was something that we did for fun, and it helped me with my confidence too. Um, I mean, I'm kind of like the class clown, and I like to make jokes because I love making people smile and laugh, but music was not this career path that I thought was going to be my life the way it is now. I thought I was going to be a policewoman because, yeah, I really like the idea that I could speed and uh, run through red lights and, and carry a gun and tell people what to do. <laughs> And I also had a dream of being a professional surfer because I thought that would be such a cool life. Um, But, or or even a lawyer, because again, you know, I'd have the law on my side. I have all this knowledge and no one could come after me. A very defensive way of thinking. (laughs) But I'm so thankful that music has become a part of my life. Um, It's been the thread that has led me and my life into other things too. Wanting to do music as my career for a living, I I think that Keahivai was already on its uh, third or fourth album and I had become a mom, and um, I remember taking a two-year break and wanting to re-enter the music scene again, and so Kiai recorded our album called Changing, and at the same time, I did this trio um, collaboration group called Mighty J, and I just wanted to throw myself into different realms of music and different styles of writing, and I just, I really missed being on stage and performing since I had that two-year break while being a mom, a brand new mom. And I think that re-entering, there was so many new things to learn about myself. um, My womanhood and just evolving into a new person and having extra kuleana. So I think at that point in my life, that was when I realized I want to do this full time. And then 2009, I had partnered with Mountain Apple Company and Dr. Trey, Tracy Tirada, who was the sound engineer that had first recorded Kiai demo. Um, It was fun to work with a new producer again, and I wanted to come back into Hawaiian music because Hawaiian music actually has been my base, and that was really what made me see myself as a, like, I can do this on my own as a solo artist, Um, as a Hawaiian, just continuing to prolong and procure our, our language, our mele, and our history, and I can roll around in our olalo and just be inspired by that alone. And so that's what really made me force like see myself as a full-time musician, singer-songwriter, artist. Sometimes I wake up like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. because I hear a voice in my ear and it's singing this. And I've started doing like vocal memos and just recording what I hear. Um, I actually have a new song coming out pretty soon named Hawaii Nui Kuauli, I can't wait for. You all to hear it and see and I hope that it will inspire our people to continue moving forward and be the best, strive for excellence, be the best that we can be um, and that was very inspirational in itself. It was written uh, during the very first lockdown when things started to feel kind of scary and really uncertain and uh, I had to write to get myself out of that fear and out of that worry of oh no you know I'm not I'm not gonna have this performance anymore, I'm not gonna be able to travel anymore, where is where is my contribution gonna come from? I actually had to sit down and write to get me out of that and it's actually gonna be dedicated to our first responders. The Hawaiian musicians who to me are they're the heart. We're the heart of why tourists come to Hawaii because if you think about it, if you're like in California or anywhere in the United States, it's cheaper to go to Mexico or the Bahamas if you're on the East Coast. So why do they come to Hawaii? And they come to Hawaii because the aloha that is here, and of course they enjoy the hula. They enjoy hula, they enjoy Hawaiian music. And to know that our Hawaiian musicians are, are so unprotected and exposed to th- things like what's been going on, um, it really made me stop and think, you know, why are uh, some of the most valued artists of Hawaii not protected? we don't really have retirement. And some of us, we're not married. We don't have benefits or medical. And so that's one of the reasons why it's important to support them. Uh, You know, you're helping them pay for their cell phone, which is what we all do business on. You're helping them pay for gas in their car. You're helping them pay for groceries. Without them, Hawaii would just be like any other place.